Hey, what's up, people of the internet? The name is Joshua Francis, and you're welcome back to the... <laughs> I'm just joking. We haven't been here for a while. And today I want to talk about something quite... Um, you know, the way I say it, I say I want to talk about something quite simple. It's almost like a pattern. But uh, I shared an article lately, some days ago. The title of the article was The Things I Regret Doing. And... Basically, if you read the article, I'm not sure you would, you know, hear me say something like, you know, some experiences that I've had that I really regret doing those things. Of course, there's some things that I had in mind, but I just refuse to put those things down for personal reasons. But I have a really great idea that I would love to share concerning that. You know, sometimes we do, um, there are some things we do that I believe that if we knew that there were better alternatives, we wouldn't actually have done those things in the first place. And I think, um, the not recognizing those alternatives, the alternatives to not taking the stupid actions or making the unreasonable decisions, the alternatives, not recognizing those alternatives was as a result of ignorance. Now, this is what I think personally. And I believe that in the life of every human being, you always need good ideas. You always need fresh ideas. You always need fresh perspectives and fresh ideas and perspectives and you know, different ways and angles of looking at a certain situation, they come when there is a constant system of finding out, when there is a constant system of discovering new things. That's how I believe fresh ideas and perspectives come. So why I regret doing some things is because I am often, you know, I'm unaware of superior ideas that should have educated a better decision. And I, I don't know about you, but I discovered that when you find yourself in a position where proper decision-making needs to be made, most especially by yourself, it is required of that person to be aware that, you know, she has to position herself in circumstances that allow her to absorb better ideas that will inform more grounded decision-making. When you're a leader and you find yourself in a place of decision-making where your decisions would affect you know, the lives of other people will affect the situations that happen around, which in turn will affect a lot of people, then you must make sure that those decisions are sound decisions. Those decisions are decisions that make sense to a certain level. And doing that, I believe you have to expose yourself in that constant system of finding out, constant system of challenging yourself, constant system of you know, rupturing your own perspective and racking your mind concerning lots of things. So whenever the situation beckons on you, you have a good advantage to make a better decision. You know how they say that, you know, you have to prepare yourself before the situation comes that you have to act right. So the preparation, I think, I believe, is what you have to do. It's not something that when the time of decision making comes, that's when you begin to summon lots of people, you know, get me the wise men of the city. Get me the wise men of the land. Let them come. And then you begin to seek for consultants and things like that. You could actually meet the consultants, attend conferences and events and lots of talks and listen to great people. People have great ideas to share before anything happens because um, problems in life and challenges in life, those are normal things. They are just normal. So I have some things that I believe... I would love to share with you guys just three of them. 
concerning they're like my go-to for constant exposure to superior counselors and superior ideas that I believe would inform better decision making. Number one is block time to read challenging books. You know, when I started reading books, I would normally go for the more approachable ones. Um, by the way, I define approachable by two things, number of pages and density of paragraphs. But oftentimes, some writings are kind of superficial. There are some authors that write some things that are just not that good. You know, they, I wouldn't discount the, you know, the work that someone must have put into, into his or her work, but you would agree there are just some things that are just mediocre stuff. Some ideas are just so superficial, so they don't go deep. They don't seal the ground. They're just, you know, just there. So you should try your best to read books that you believe are challenging, books that you believe are unapproachable to yourself, books that you believe are for elderly people, people who are more serious in reading and studying. You know, basically, you would always want to make an excuse that some people doing some things, it is because they have to do those things. That's why they do them. And because you're not in a position where you have to do those things, then you don't have to do those things. You should try your best to challenge yourself because I don't have to do those things now. It's not, in, you know, um, pressed on me that I have to do those things. doesn't mean that I should give that as an excuse of not doing those things, even if doing that thing could actually be beneficial to my life and to, you know, the things that concerns me. So I believe that's the first thing. Block time to read challenging books. Why I say block time is because... Whatever you don't give time for, I don't think you actually have a time to do that thing, you know, because some other things will come and try to steal or give you an opportunity to make an excuse for not doing that thing. So I believe when you block time, when you set a time apart to do a particular thing, you will be more accountable to do those things and you put yourself in a better position to get that job done, other than when you don't have specific time to do things. The second thing I'll talk about is get comfortable with confrontations. That's the second thing. I mean, sometimes life will try your buttons to see if you would complain or just, you know, um, what will he do? You know, life will just try to throw things at you to see how you would react. But the, the thing is, how I see it is, you can't be nice your whole life. You really can't. You know, some days you need to be on the offensive side. You need to, you know, act offensive. You need to be tough. You need to toughen up. You know, this is real life. And it's not fair for you to be the coward in all situations. It's not really fair. You, you, might, you might be the modest guy, but not the coward. You know, not the coward. Now, by the way, being not being a coward doesn't mean being rash. You know, being the guy who's courageous doesn't mean being the guy who talks too much or being the guy who's the speaker or being the guy who who is in the middle who is in the front you know that's not really the appropriate definition of courage you know uh, my friend Miles Monroe would say that um, courage is not the absence of fear actually it's really the presence of fear you can't have courage without fear fear is necessary to have courage fear is necessary to show courage fear is necessary to depict and to put yourself in that place where you can be courageous. If there is no fear, there is no opportunity to show courage. And I think it's a great idea. It's not exactly, 
you know, you know the way we define things in life sometimes, you know, it seems like people who are courageous don't even have an atom of fear. Or people who are just so rude, they don't really have an atom of the the I believe that the fact that people are so concerned and rude and rash about certain situations is because there is something they're scared of. That is why they are trying to push a lot of people, they're trying to, you know, force a lot of people into lots of things to get the job done. I believe so. There is something that people are scared of. So that's the second thing. You should get comfortable with confrontations. Confrontations will always come, but you can't be the coward. You have to be the guy who is on the offensive side sometimes, most often all the time. So you know how you would run your life. You know how you will lead your life. It's your life, not mine. It's yours. So I believe that the advice I will give you is to get comfortable with confrontations. However you want to do that, make sure you do just that. The third thing is ask questions you think you already have answers to. Now I do this a lot, a lot. I do this a lot. Sometimes I ask questions, you know, it's, it's fun for me when I do it because it exposes me to the perspective of the counselor. It exposes me to have a well-rounded knowledge and understanding of what other people might think about the subject. So I ask questions sometimes that I think within myself that I already know the answer to this question with my own perspective, in my own opinion. But oftentimes other people might have other opinions and other perspectives about that subject. So you give them an opportunity to also share their ideas. You don't just conclude and cower and close up your wings and say, I already know the answer to that question. I don't actually need um, anybody's opinion, most especially um, figurative questions, most especially philosophical questions. So I think put yourself in a position where you can ask questions that you think you already know the answers to. I think it's a good idea. Three things we've talked about now. The first thing is block time to read challenging books. The second thing is get comfortable with confrontations. And the last one is ask questions you think you already have answers to. So guys, this is what I think we need to do in order to put ourselves in a better position to make good, well-rounded, intelligent, sound decision-making in our lives. Whether we are leaders or whether we are followers, whether we are counselors, it doesn't matter. We can actually make a difference in the world when we have great support system when we ourselves can support to a dream that makes sense to us so thank you very much my name is joshua francis and i'll see you guys in the next one